my glasses. I hear the feedback again. It's that. Okay. Here. Yep. It's gone. Okay. You did it. It was me. You did it. Oh, no. Okay. We need one of those stands that your dad has. Text him and ask him where he gets them. He doesn't know. Yeah, but he does. The flat thing? Yeah. That we always put our stuff yeah. on when we're over there? I mean, it's probably from work, if I had to guess. I don't know. I thought it was a biking thing. Could be. Well, do we want to call that the intro? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we were doing? <laughs> I was just doing another sound check, but I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Well, I'm not out of breath anymore, so that's good. <laughs> well, welcome back to a, another episode of Cryptic and Colloquial, um, a cacophony of crimes, cults, and conspiracies. <laughs> I'm Kristen. And I'm Dylan. Oof. Well, we're off. <laughs> I didn't know that was it. Interesting start. Well, I mean, I didn't either. I guess nobody really does. No, but at least <laughs> you're editing tonight, so you've got a great cut to make. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's going to be fun. Oh, man. How's it going? It's bad. <laughs> I mean, I'm here, right? It's going. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, you made it to story time today. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it took our baby to story time at the library today, and she was so fascinated by it. I guess she hasn't really seen many other babies, has she? No. She yeah. just thinks all people are big. Yeah. And so she's the she small saw one. babies today, and they could crawl, and she was very angry that she could not crawl, but other <laughs> than that, she did fine. It's just a little motivation. Yeah, she did great. Yeah. yeah. And you survived another week of being a grad student and oh, barely having a full-time job. So. I survived on the backs of my team members <laughs> in our group project. They're wonderful. They gave you lovely peer review feedback, though. Yeah, an undeserved yeah. peer review. I think it was pretty well deserved. They're nice. Is one of your nostrils <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Let me check. One of them is at like... Is it me? <laughs> Both of them are... Stop breathing. Hold on. <laughs> I can't stop breathing. Is that one of the dogs? <laughs> <laughs> it's it is. It's a dog. Okay. Okay. I'm just making sure it's not one of us breathing that well, way. Well, in doing that test, I realized like neither of my nostrils are operating at full capacity. <laughs> They're both like... Under 50%. God. It's allergy season, though. It is. Like, you don't have allergies, though. I don't. I no. don't have it. He does have allergies. I have sympathetic allergies. No, he definitely When has I allergies. see everyone around me sneezing and, you know, having a stuffy nose, it just, it happens to me, too. Yeah. Well, it's a phenomenon. It is what it is. So. Well, what are we talking? Last week was heavy. What did we talk about the week before that? What was last week? Last week Diana. was Diana. I think the week before that was Ed Kemper, wasn't it? Oh, man. It? Two heavies in a row. Well, let's lighten things up. Yeah. Yeah. El Chupacabra. El Chupacabra. 
Not to be confused with El Chupa Nibre. Oh, they're two different things. Who lives in the sewers of New New York. It's like Crobus off of Stardew Valley. <laughs> <laughs> also not to be confused with Crobus. Shoot, okay. Yeah, so El Chupacabra. It's a monster that sucks your blood. Or the blood of your farm animals, mostly. Do you hear Leia breathing? I do. That's really obnoxious. Like, <laughs> I'm so well, sorry. she's sleeping so good though. Okay, well, I can't do anything just about have it. To deal with her breathing then. Yeah, just know that it's not us. Right. Because my nostrils don't have the capacity. If your nostrils had that capacity, I would be concerned. <laughs> she's out cold. Though. I know. That's why I can't do anything about that's it. That's really sweet. Okay, so we're talking about chupacabras. Yeah. So. Do you want me to tell you what I know? Absolutely. Um, I know that they eat or suck the blood of goats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know that I was obsessed with the idea of them in high school. I went through a really cringy phase of like... Was it like, was it your raw XD phase? Mm -hmm. Yeah, your Mm -hmm. random, Mm -hmm. random phase with like the... I was like obsessed with Chuck Norris and... The colon P. I mean, granted, Chuck Norris is worthy of being... Yeah, but it was like... It was 2008, man. Honestly, that was like, yeah, it was probably like going into my freshman year of high school. That was my um, studded belt, panties, skinny jeans phase. That was my, that was my just super cringe. I was, I was obsessed with chupacabras. I was, I wasn't like all the other girls, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) and truly I wasn't, but that wasn't like a... Oh no, we've got a crying baby. Please hold. Okay, apologies. That was a real life moment. Um, I've turned my gain up also, so hopefully that doesn't screw anything up. <laughs> anyway, I was saying I'm not. I wasn't like the other girls, but not like, you know, like that way. Yeah. I was not like the other girls, and that I was a complete dweeb. I liked it though. I loved my clarinet more than I loved most people. That's why we started dating. And my goats and my rabbits. I was a strange child. <laughs> Speaking of goats. Yeah. So, you know that, like, one of my favorite things, one of my favorite words is etymology. Yes. Which is, like... It's a great word. Where a word comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't actually know the etymology of etymology, but I do know... That's dumb. You're dumb. Well... And you're a dweeb. You called me a nerd today. I did. I did. Okay, so. That was mean. We, we need to be sponsored by Ruckable, and we need to be sponsored by Warby Parker, because the amount of money that we have given those two companies is unreasonable. Anyway, so I'm we got glasses. You are a nerd, honey. I have a motorcycle. That motorcycle, you couldn't get a Harley because you're too nerdy. And, like, the salesman (laughs) told you that, too. What does he know? I was so mad that you called me a nerd that I put my AirPods in and put on uh, another Star Wars Expanded Universe novel so so that I wouldn't hear you anymore. I just got... I guess I should explain the whole Harry Potter thing at the beginning of it. (laughs) (laughs) I got some wireframe glasses, and they are very Harry Potter-esque, but, like, in a chic kind of (laughs) way. Yeah. And Dylan was wanting wireframe glasses, and so he put them on, and they look really nice on your face. 
Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, those look nice. And you're like, oh, they make me look like a nerd. And I was like, well, you kind of are. I, I, take I didn't know that, that was something you were ashamed of now. Well, first of all, um, feels like hate speech. But <laughs> That's the most ridiculous thing that's ever come out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you are a cisgendered straight white man. You don't know what hate speech is. <laughs> that's very true. Anyway. But I'm not goats. a nerd. I'm a we're biker. We're talking about goats. You're not a biker. You just own a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, chupacabras. Um, it actually comes from uh, two Spanish words. Okay. Chupar means um, to suck. Like to suck on something. Cabra means... Cabras means goats. Goats. Yeah. Goat so, sucker. <laughs> the goat sucker. Yeah, that actually... Like it, it literally means goat sucker. Yeah. Um, which is a reference to this creature's vampirism. Ooh, yeah. vampirism. So one thing that surprised me is that um, that name was only coined as recently as 1995. Really? Yeah. So and it was a like radio Excuse DJ. Me. Like he was a comedian who was also like doing like hosting a radio show. Okay. Um, his name is Silv Silverio. Silverio Perez. Okay. No idea how to say that first name, mm. but he's a Puerto Rican comedian, coined it in 1995 because uh, 1995 were, uh, was like the first reported sightings of El Chupacabra. Really? That recent? Yeah. So but, the Chupacabra is as old as I am. Yeah, but there is some history before that. Okay. So, um, and I also didn't know that this like originated in Puerto Rico. Yeah, no, I I was always sorry. I'm grabbing the charger. I always assumed it was a it was a Mexican thing. Was I did too. The impression I was under. And I feel like growing up in Texas, like when you go camping or whatever, like you go out to West Texas or North Texas, right? There's always like the older cousin that tells you like El Chupacabra is going to come eat you, (laughs) you know, like if you go have to pee in the middle of the night, they're like, well, you better watch out for Chupacabras. I don't remember where I know exactly where I first heard of a Chupacabra. (laughs) I just unlocked a part of my brain. I'm going to have to find this YouTube video and link it. But Jonathan, I'm sure had to have been the one that showed it to me. Uh-huh. But it was a video of this guy singing a, a song about ghosts and chupacabras. And this was 2008, of course, the peak of my existence. Um, I did, it went something like, go chupacabra, go chupacabra. I remember that. Chupacabra, go chupacabra, go. <laughs> Go chupacabra. Go. Anyway, that's that's how it went. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, was, that's that's where I first heard of it. It was that um, season of life. Yeah. The random season. Oh, of life. Uh, uh, so, and I had Converse <clears throat> boots that had pockets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, go ahead. So anyway. <laughs> Back in 1975, 1975, 20 years prior, got it. there were a series of lo- livestock killings in mm-hmm. a place called Mocha, Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. and they were attributed to, at the time, what they called Vampiro de Mocha, okay. the vampire of Mocha. Um, 
and all and of the animals. And they killed all kinds of lof- livestock. 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 Yeah. Yes, livestock. Um, yeah, it was mostly like chickens and goats and sheep, you okay. know, like prey animals, you know. Like Rudy. Like Got Rudy. It. Yeah. Um, and every animal that they found was reported to have its blood completely drained Ew, through a series of small circular incisions. Okay. Um, initially they suspected that it was a satanic cult. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so I don't like also, man, satanic cults get a bad name. Okay. <laughs> they do. I, there was like, um, we were too young for this, but I think like the nineties was like the Satan scare. Wasn't it? Sirens? Yeah. Those are sirens. Okay. Yeah. The satanic panic. That's what you're thinking. That's of. what it, yeah. yeah. That's way better name. I'm glad I wasn't responsible for it. the satanic okay, but scare. You were an excellent headline writer in high school. Yeah. Didn't you place first in like district? Uh, I don't know. I never went to like. Yeah, ceremonies. we didn't go to state or anything. But no, because we went DYL that together that year because someone had to take us both from SFA to wherever our theater performance right. was. Remember? Yeah, I was good at headline writing because um, you're very witty. I'm a smartass. Yeah. And so. Well, there's two was, ways to say yeah. that, I suppose. Same thing. <laughs> But anyway, then there's really not much else that happened in between mm-hmm. that series and uh, 1995. Sure. So in 1995 was when like people started reporting sightings. And uh, the first one that I could find was eight sheep were found dead. They all had three puncture wounds to the chest and were like completely Like singular drained puncture wounds? Yeah, like, well, three like circles puncture wounds. Okay, so are they slurping with only one... Like a mosquito? Like, Well, I guess they could use a claw or something, too, and then... Like yeah. a straw. I don't, I don't know. So, um, a few really months later... Noise. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, a lady named Madeline Tolentino reported seeing the creature in oh. the town of Kinovanas. What did he look Kinovanas? like? Um, I wrote that down somewhere else. Okay. get to it. Um... But apparently, in that town, as many as 150 animals and pets were killed Christ. that year. Yeah. So, and they were drained of blood. Yeah. Like, they weren't mauled or gored or no. otherwise. And they, they were weren't, just... like, eaten. They were just killed. Well, yeah, that's kind of way I was going with the mauled yeah. and gored. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Okay. But that was what... 150? Yeah. So, those events hmm. were, uh, like, what led... Silverio to um, to coin the phrase yeah. Chupacabra, the the goat sucker. Um, so soon after those events, it started popping up all over. So mm-hmm. this was in Puerto Rico, uh, but then like basically all of South America, and then like even up into Mexico and like the United States, right? Like Argentina, Bolivia, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, like all of those places wow. started reporting similar like events. Yeah, um, and then. Way later, even in 2018, there were reports of suspected chupacabras in uh, Manipur, India. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they started noticing domestic animals that were Mm -hmm. killed in a similar manner, like puncture wounds and no blood. Um, And there's like this video that I found that I don't think I linked it because 
it's really gross. Oh, okay. But like, it's it's supposed proof, right? And it's mm-hmm. a Puerto Rican uh, farmer who goes out and like finds all of his chickens dead. Oh my god! And just based on the video, like looking, it was probably like fifteen, ten to fifteen chickens, and they were all like outside in a pen, and they were all just like laying there. And so he took one and he cut its head off, and showed that like no blood came out, like there was nothing. Dude. Yeah. But could that, couldn't that be from like the coagulation and congealing of the blood after? Well, still you would think it would run out of the body. I don't yeah. know how that I works. Yeah, I don't either. I've seen uh, like chickens killed that way mm-hmm. and they're, they definitely like bleed. Bleed. Um, but that, there was like nothing. Okay, wow. So, and apparently, like according to the video, it was all in um, Spanish, I think. Uh-huh. Spanish or Portuguese. I don't remember. But um, according to, like, the translation of, like, the, the video, he had found them, like, that morning. And they just, like, pulled out his camera and was looking at it. So, like, it was shortly after. Like, chickens were fine that night and then didn't make it to the next day. Damn. Okay. So, when you think of the word chupacabra, mm-hmm. describe it to me. Okay. What do you see? I think of a black, hairless, four-legged beast that looks kind of like a cat, but kind of like a coyote. Mm -hmm. But, like, its ears are, like, they don't have pointy ears. Their ears are, like, just little nubbins on the top of their head, and they have fangs. Mm. And kind of like a cat. Well, not even really like it. It's like a mix of a cat and a dog's face. They have like kind a muzzle? Like a little, like a short muzzle. Yeah. Right? And then like... But like, like more pronounced teeth. than like yeah. human. Right. Well, obviously. And then obviously... <clears throat> but I feel like they can walk on both two legs and yeah. four. Like I I wish I could describe. <laughs> you can see what I'm doing, but I'm like kind of hunched. Like... Yeah. <laughs> I initially like the, like the Michael Jackson like thriller kind of claw like yeah yeah like um like they have arthritis <laughs> sure like they have arthritis yeah so that's confirmed chupacabras do have arthritis oh, it's man. just a trait um I imagined did you ever watch that nineties cartoon gargoyles mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know like the thin ones mm-hmm. that's what I imagine okay like, so I think we have like similar ideas yeah, as to but what like this creature bony looks like. And yeah like and like creaky kind of emaciated like yeah you can see their ribs and, and they like don't they've move got, like they've got fluidly. like padded paws but like big claws and yeah kind of like kind of like lemur hands like they can use their hands but not their fingers. yeah like posable thumbs right yeah for okay. sure i'm glad we're on the same creepy page. really creepy. but is that what they look like well what surprised me was um this description is not like what I thought. Some of the pictures kind of look the same, but like, you know, the approximate height uh, was always listed around three to four feet. I imagined like two to three. I imagined like five or six. Oh my God. Like person height. That's terrifying. I know. That's why I'm so scared (laughs) of chupacabras. But the most common description was um, a a reptile-like Creature. Reptile-like. With leathery or scaly green or gray skin. Huh. With sharp spines on its back. Which I think of like... I wasn't thinking of spines, I'm but Googling like... I'm Googling so I can get like a... I was thinking of like the emaciated look, right? right. Like you know how when someone um, 
is really emaciated or like an animal is emaciated you see like the ridges mm-hmm. on their spine like that's right, what right, i was right. imagining hold on i'm googling okay you can keep talking though so i want to go through a couple of the sightings that like led to to these descriptions Ugh. right so like the, <laughs> but this is like what i was imagining kind of like that yeah it's like a gargoyle but yeah, a right, dog but like and... you're saying they have gray or green skin yeah and okay, I, no, I think... I was imagining I, gray. It's the reptilian part that's throwing me. Because, like, a lot of the pictures I'm seeing look like like what we described. Yeah. Kind of. Like a dog, cat, coyote sort of hybrid. Yeah. But the spines make sense. Okay. So, um, we already talked about the one in 1995. Yeah. In 1996, there is a Hispanic rancher near San Antonio. Mm. Yeah. Who claimed to have captured a chupacabra and provided photos um i tried to find the photos they have since been made unavailable interesting that is all it says and like even just finding this article about it is on like the web archive like in the way back so i'm looking at it as like a snapshot from september 19th 2005 because i couldn't even find this website like anymore um So he apparently set the trap because his goats, chickens, and a donkey were killed. Oh, my. And he caught something that he said he could not recognize. Um, And so they took the body of this creature um, to the... uh, This is allegedly. They took the body to a major Texas university, which near San Antonio, I mean... There's a bunch of major... Well, yeah, I mean, UT Austin's just... Yeah, it was probably like they UT didn't San Antonio or State, something. I can tell you that. <laughs> anyway. Um, but apparently it could not be identified. Fascinating, okay. Yeah. Now, that's allegedly, but, you know. Right. Um, in 1997, uh, in Louisa, Puerto Rico, I'm probably butchering that, um, I, I ended my Duolingo streak, so... If I, uh, if I get any of these wrong, that's why uh, Duolingo would have taught mm. me that. <laughs> but it was back in its, like, stomping grounds, right? Like, its right. homeland. So uh, there were two goats um, that, like, were killed. And then one that was... It says it was bled dry, but it doesn't say that it died. And, like, it separates it from the two that did die. So I don't know what happened to that goat. I hope he's all right. (laughs) But then a small kid went missing. Oh, my God. Yeah. And this happened, uh, the attack happened around 2 o'clock in the morning from a police report. And apparently a farmhand at the time heard a flutter of wings and saw horses and cows running away. And he said, the devil was in pursuit. No, that was not a chupacabra. That was the Mothman, okay? (laughs) (laughs) The Puerto Rican Mothman. Hey, the Mothman can fly. He could. It could be the same Mothman. Anyway, we'll talk about the Mothman another day. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. And then in 1997, I won't like go into full detail of all of these because there's a bunch. But 1997, there was a sighting in Perth, Australia. So um, people were investigating the sound of squealing pig and Mm. found a creature with large piercing red eyes. Um, a body covered in matted hair, large teeth, and a sulfur-like odor. So, like, sulfur... That was also the Mothman. 
Yeah. Sulfur odor is like associated with demons. Yeah. Right. Hell. Like hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know. Super cool. Satan Mothman. Right. <laughs> Satan Mothman Chupacabra. Yeah. Um, and then in, where was this one? Um, Arecibo, mm-hmm. Puerto Rico. There were 34 hogs found dead. Jesus. With puncture marks. These are like substantial amounts of animals like these are big numbers yeah and so these uh interestingly enough like the pigs were being raised by inmates of a prison fascinating who were uh raising them for a christmas dinner feast Mm. they didn't get to have them because Mm -mm. the chupacabra uh they were killed on november 17th so like the pigs were how unfortunate i know the pigs were like getting to the end of their life anyway yeah but like wouldn't they much rather been had for christmas feast than I don't know that a they would feast? prefer that. Well, if I were a pig, <laughs> you would. You would. If you were a pig, would you rather be like part of a grand meal or just like some ham and a kid's lunchable? I would rather be part of a grand <laughs> meal, but I would probably end up as some ham <laughs> in a, a lunchable. lunchable, and not even like the piece that they eat. It's I'm, like I'm the ham in a kid's lunchable that. They're going through a phase where they don't eat meat and they only eat the cheese and crackers. That's the ham that I would end up being. Did you go through a vegetarian phase? I mean, kids are picky. Oh. Yeah. I've I've heard of kids that are like, they want to be vegetarian. And so they tell their parents that they can only eat like chicken nuggets from McDonald's. That's adorable. I know. I think I saw that on. How um, unfortunate. Kids are stupid. How do you. Separate it. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So there's a bunch more. Like uh, California, there was uh, a creature matching the description that attacked a pig. And this mm-hmm. is in like 97, 98. Mm. And then uh, three cats were murdered in Puerto Rico. And apparently similar. Like one of the cats had its skin separated with From- a bloodless incision, as, as they describe. Oh. Yeah. Um, so like the hard part with all these and discounting them is they all provided very similar descriptions right of right el chupacabra so um you might be wondering like is the chupacabra real right right or do you well, know yeah, that it's real of course. i mean i where, don't where think do it's stand? real okay well there's this guy benjamin this guy. bradford okay who is apparently like it's his life's work to just be a skeptic like okay. on his wikipedia page it says like american writer investigator and skeptic like that's his job <laughs> so okay. he's just that dude that's like no fun at parties and it's like well actually chupacabra is not real yeah so he spent five years Christ. investigating chupacabra he does, like, a lot of urban legends, mysteries, paranormal. Like, he's written tons of books, yeah. like, debunking stuff. And, like, that's his, like, his goal isn't to go out and, like, debunk it. His goal is to, like, gather as much data as he can and, like, information. And then try to find, like, a plausible explanation. Mm-hmm. Which most of the time ends up debunking right, stuff. Right, whatever right. theory it is, sure. So... He spends um, five years on it. He came to the conclusion that the sightings in Puerto Rico were inspired by the 1995 film Species. I've never seen Species. 
this like i forgot this movie existed and it unlocked a like repressed memory in my brain of like i saw this at some point in my life and i don't remember when it's (laughs) i felt dumb writing this it's about it's a movie about a and this is straight from their wikipedia page from a seductive extraterrestrial human hybrid who mates with a human male Mm-kay. So, like a succubus alien? Sure. Thing? I don't know. Forrest Whitaker is in it. Oh, interesting. So, okay. he's the only name that I recognized I'm on the looking, cast list. I'm looking at the cast now. All you need to see is, like, the poster for the movie, and you're, you'll know, like, okay, I this is, like, see. one of those weird sci-fi <gasps> movies yeah, that I don't no, want to watch. you're absolutely right. Okay. Yeah, so... Interesting. He wrote a book in 2011 called Tracking the Chupacabra, colon, The Vampire Beast in Fact, Fiction, and Folklore. And what he did was, like, he went to all of the eyewitnesses. Mm -hmm. Like, he traveled around South America and talked to all the people. Um, And one thing he found in common was, like, around the time that they had the sighting, they also watched the movie Species because it came out really in 1995 which is when and you know like once there's one sighting there's more sightings right right? there's that's like a it's like a confirmation bias kind of thing yeah Yeah. and it was the same with like once cameras cameras were invented there was a lot more or a lot less ufo sightings Mm -hmm. you know because like people just like had cameras yeah when there wasn't proof anymore yeah um and so that's like his conclusion was that they watched this movie Species and apparently like the description was pretty similar and they needed to just like have an explanation and they had heard about like the chupacabra the well at that point in 95 before it was coined it was just the the ghost the vampire yeah, yeah yeah mocha right yeah um and so put two and two together you've got this like little bit of bias and suggestion from uh the movie species and there you go bada bing bada boom chupacabra and this isn't the first time that that's happened right like uh we talked about it in the loch ness monster episode yeah yeah. where uh, king kong depicts a plesiosaur type yes animal and right after that movie came out suddenly there were a bunch of like Loch Ness sightings. Yeah. Um, very similar looking animal. So, okay, but what's sucking these animals dry then? You want me to hit you with some science? Please. I love science. Okay. So you know all about mange, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we foster dogs. Yeah. Um, or we did. We foster failed and haven't taken anyone in since. But yeah, it's something that's like on my radar. Yeah, so mange is uh, very common among wild dogs. Yeah, and like coyotes, coyotes. Mm-hmm. and it's like a it's a mite that like burrows into the skin mm-hmm. and eats hair follicles. Yeah, so gross. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, untreated, it just covers their entire, entire body. body. It makes right? them look scaly. Yeah, so okay. their skin becomes they lose all their hair. Their skin well, becomes very rough. And I've seen dogs that get, like, spikes of hair on their yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah, their hair becomes, like, the hair that remains becomes very tough. And brittle. And very, like, and, yeah. brittle and spiky. Um, and it causes a lot of health problems, right? Like, it's painful. Mm-hmm. Um, they're generally weakened 
And a lot of times, like, it hinders their ability to camouflage, right? Sure. Like, think about a coyote in the desert. If it's hairless, right, like, and it's gray, then, like, it may stand out a little mm-hmm. more. And so in this weakened state, the animal's pretty debilitated, right? And so they start to get hungrier and hungrier. And, like, already wild animals, like, are in a constant battle for, like, food, right? Yeah. Sustenance. Right. And so typically what they'll hunt is, like, wild rabbits and, like, deer or whatever. Um, those are hard to catch. Those animals are fast. Yes. Um, goat? Not so much. No. Sheep? Pretty easy. Um, but what happens is they lack the energy to actually, like... Eat the animal. Eat. Yeah. Fascinating. And so, you know, this is, like severe late stages of like mange right typically causes well it leads to a series of events of events that lead to the death of the animal right yeah and this is like towards the end of that where like they're trying to eat uh these like prey animals or livestock that are really easy Mm -hmm. to like prey on but they don't actually have the energy to do so and so they like can kill the animal but then they just leave it but what happens to their blood then it drains out. Oh, I see. Okay. That's that's the thing is like um, a chicken doesn't have a lot of blood, right? And right. so it just, this is not like a scientific thing. This is my opinion. I feel like if a chicken were like, well, it, like what you said earlier, like if the animal's been dead for a while, maybe like it the coagulated or something, or, or maybe yeah. like maybe they just don't bleed after being dead for a certain amount of time i'm gonna i don't know i'm not a biologist but that's what uh benjamin bradford concluded was like the suggestiveness of uh you know species and the similarities there probably led to a lot of those um things those sightings and then also like it was probably just a coyote with mange and they saw it and like if you see a coyote with mange at night it looks pretty creepy Oh, God, absolutely. Coyotes at night, like, they move creepily. Yes. So imagine, like, a not healthy, like, confused and debilitated and, like, weakened coyote with mange. Like, Poor little dude's just hungry. Yeah. And he hurts. Yep. Mm. And he gets called the chupacabra. He's the goat sucker. <laughs> How mean. Are we bullying coyotes? I think we're Is bullying coyotes. Yeah. That makes me sad. So, like, that's really all I could find on, on Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Yeah, it's not because like it's, super... it's pretty straightforward, right? Well, like, I learned so much, though. Like, so after that, though, I started getting interested in, like, I was like five layers deep yeah. on, like, the um, sources, right? Um, And so I started looking at, like, other legends that are, like, kind of similar. And I found three that are progressively, like, more interesting. Okay. So the first one is, like, not that. It's just kind of dumb. But it's the Ozark Howler. And so this is um, Arkansas folklore, which (laughs) is... (laughs) Is a page in Wikipedia I never thought. The of the Arkansian. <laughs> they have a rich history. <laughs> okay, no offense to anyone who lives in Arkansas. It's just funny yeah. because you think like 
okay, we're talking about like Puerto Rican folklore. That sounds pretty legit. Yeah, like, and then, like, or like when I was talking about like Nordic folklore with yeah. the Loch Ness monster, you're like, ooh, sexy, but and it's like Kansian folklore. <laughs> <laughs> the people of Arkansas have put together this It's folklore. like folklore of New Jersey or something. <laughs> anyway. So they have the Ozark Howler, which is, um, it lives in the Ozarks, if you couldn't tell. Um, and it apparently is a bear-like gray-colored creature with a shaggy coat. Okay. Sounds like a bear. <laughs> I mean, okay, black bears have been known to travel, you know, this direction. Yeah. Like, there have been black bears in, like, East Texas. It's not unlikely. Well, and, like, isn't... Okay, nope, I'm Googling before I say something stupid. Go ahead with the Ozark Howler. Yeah, okay. Ozark Howler. Well, that's that's it. Like, that's their whole oh. folklore <laughs> page. It's like a two-sentence Wikipedia article. There are totally mountains. Are there black it's bears? The Ozarks. I don't know what that means. I don't know. I don't in... either. I don't... <laughs> I've been to Arkansas, like, one time in my life. Um, there are black bears in Arkansas. So that's the thing. To me, it just sounds like an old bear. Yeah, but apparently it's a howler because Maybe it's it, like, like wet yells. or something. <laughs> Do it's bears a, yell? It's just a wet. Can bears yell? Oh, I bet that's terrifying. I know they roar, but do they yell? <laughs> They're just like ah, like in your face. That's scarier than a roar, honestly. If a bear yells at me, it's kind of like. My strategy for if someone ever breaks in the house is just strip naked in front of them. <laughs> just <laughs> because, scream. like, you won't attack a naked person, like a deranged naked person, right? Like, yeah. someone's less likely to attack me if I'm coming at them with a house plant and I'm buck naked. You yeah. know what I mean? Try to, like, foam at the mouth, too, if you can. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, genuinely, though, Joel and I have talked about. Our plan is <laughs> someone ever like break into the house. We have a security system and all of these other things, but our plan is that we're we're going to set up our um personal like Amazon assistant whose name I don't want to say so she doesn't go oh, off. Oh yeah. Um, we're going to lead <laughs> in and say Alexa, deploy anti cowboy measures. <laughs> <laughs> have her say this town ain't big enough for the two of us and then deploy the Roomba and hope that scares people away. It's going to deploy the Roomba and then play a song at max volume but I can't what remember the song What song was it going to be? It needs to play like it the It needs to be Donna Summer is what it needs to be. It needs to be Dim All the Lights by Donna Summer. <laughs> but the Roomba is like pivotal to yeah. this because it's loud yeah. rumbas are so I, loud it's scary well and it gives you like a warning beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> deploying so, yeah. anti-cowboy i can't that yes. sounds so much stranger like when you say it out loud like we've talked about this and it sounds pretty reasonable and the thing is we haven't just talked about it one time we've talked about it <laughs> on multiple occasions i've I've Googled how to make a custom skill. <laughs> so don't break into our house again. Especially world. if you're a cowboy. <laughs> what obscure references. I'm now realizing how strange of people yeah. we are. Anyway, yeah. okay, back to the Chupacabra 
folklore. No, the, the, we're on the Arkansian folklore. Yeah, Arkansian <laughs> So then the cool ones. Okay, there's two really cool ones. One is uh, Chilean folklore, which is actual folklore. Sorry, Arkansas <laughs> people. Um, it's, I don't know how to say this. Poochins? <laughs> Poochins? <laughs> I don't know. You should have Googled this beforehand. I did, but then it's it's in that like phonetic, you know. Well, yeah, but lettering. you could like look it up on YouTube. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. This is from. I don't know how to say this either. <laughs> These are like okay. It's the the name of like the native tribe uh, okay. from Chile. Just give it your best stab. Mapuche? <laughs> You're what? Shut up. I'm sorry, that was such a dad joke. <laughs> it was. Maybe it's Mapuche. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The tribe. It's a Chilean uh, mythology is actually called Chilote oh. mythology, hmm. which I think is also a tribe. Okay, can you just... So this is... Um, a poochin is a shape-shifting creature that can change into animal form instantaneously. Oh, so it's kind of like a skinwalker. Yes. Okay. It steals the hearts of its victims without leaving a mark on its body. Christ, okay. Um, it's described as a gigantic flying snake that whistles. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's all it said. It whistles. <laughs> and I was like, somehow that's the worst part. Yeah. <laughs> like and a it, giant flying snake is yeah. scary enough, but the fact that it whistles <laughs> even worse. What is it whistling when it comes up behind you? It's just like <laughs> Stop, we're gonna piss off Joanne. She's gonna copyright oh strike him. <laughs> oh no. Be like, no, I swear that was an El Puchin. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> so, so it it looks at things and paralyzes them and no. then steals uh, their hearts. Yeah. But it's well, not it's all like... bad news. Uh, they can be eliminated with Amachi, which is a Mapuche herbal healer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like um, a medicine person. Okay. They can eliminate sure. the uh, Puchins. Fascinating. Yeah. The whistling flying snake. That's... It's like a screaming bear. Like, <laughs> it, I could deal with a massive flying snake. But it whistles? But once it whistles, Absolutely I'm not. done. Absolutely not. <clears throat> so the I can actually say this last one. This is okay. the coolest one. It's um, from the Philippines. Oh, okay. Um, it is from Filipino mythology. It is called a sigbin. Okay. Like S-I-G-B-I-E-N. Um, and it is a creature... That comes out only at night, of course. And it sucks the blood of its victims, but it does it through their shadows. Ooh, so there's okay. no marks or anything. Um, it walks backwards. It puts its head between its hind legs to walk backwards. <laughs> okay. Like it just dunks its head down. That's and, terrifying. And it can become invisible. Oh, of course yep, it can. Because that's, you know. Yeah. Um, it resembles a hornless goat, but it has very large ears, which it uses 
to clap. <laughs> That's all it says. So it I'm claps. imagining it walking with its head between its legs and its ears just. <laughs> it sounds made up. <laughs> because. I mean, we, we don't know that. We just gotta get through this. <laughs> also, it has a long tail that it uses to whip things. Of course, yeah. And well, that's at least reasonable. A nauseating more than a whistling stick. <laughs> this thing walks backwards with its head it between its legs its and clapping its ears <laughs> and whipping things with its tail. And that's more reasonable yeah. than the flying whistling I, I would, snake? I think I would find the yelling bear more terrifying than both of those things. <laughs> I think the snake's the worst for me. Honestly. Well. Well. So it comes out of its lair. It has a lair. Of course. Uh, during well, Holy Week. Where else would it stay? The sewer? Yeah. Well, during maybe Holy that's where week? it's lair. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. So Holy Week, I tried to find what that is. It's apparently like after Lent, but it depends on what like flavor of Christianity you follow. Flavor. Okay. Of when it actually is. Mm-hmm. It moves around. So like different people have different... Sure. Weeks and levels of holiness of their weeks. But whatever the Sigbin says is the Holy Week. It comes out of its lair. And it looks for children to steal their hearts and make amulets with them. What does it do with the amulets? I don't know. (laughs) Collects them. Sells them. Yep. So there's. um, It's in their garage sale. Three dollars, child heart amulet. It's a good deal. So there's families uh, known as Sigbinon, which translates to those who know Sigbin. Oh, okay. And these are like families who have the power to control Sigbin. Fascinating. And they keep them in clay jars. No. And let them I out. I would. Uh, to I guess take the hearts Settle of their, their debts or something of the children of their enemies to yeah. make amulets. Um, and apparently there's a thing called, um, Aswang, which is like an umbrella term for shape-shifting evil creatures in, uh, Filipino mythology and they keep them as pets. So that's cool too. Wow. Oh, but really they're just kangaroo. Got it. That's what scientists think. What kangaroo is running with its head between its legs and clapping with its ears? I don't know. Mm. A hurt one. So that's a Sigbin. Wow. I think that's what's your favorite of of the four? There's the big four: the Chupacabra, the Sigbin, the Poochin, and uh, the Screaming Bear. Probably okay. The one I'd be most terrified of, I agree with you, would be the Whistling Snake. Yeah. My favorite of the group would be the Yelling Bear. I feel like I feel like that one would be like the most chill, right? Yeah, I mean, of of all of these, yes. Yeah, because it didn't say that like that one did anything. There were no murders associated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, but the flying whistling snake can freeze you with its gaze. Yeah, I don't know the the sig sigbin sigbin. Yeah, that's pretty scary too, though. Yeah, and there wasn't, like... But the Chupacabra, I mean, it's only taken one kid, right? So, like... Yeah. The Sigbin, like, takes them every Holy Week. Yeah. For the amulets. Yeah. So. so. 
But I get it. You gotta have your amulets. Of course, for your so, garage cells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your child heart necklaces. Right. Hmm. Well, fascinating. That's all I got. That was an interesting episode. I learned a lot. <laughs> I learned a lot. Yeah, I was surprised at how little there is on chupacabras because as a kid, like, I, maybe it's just growing up in Texas, right? But like, I thought chupacabras would be way more of an issue yeah. than they are. Yeah. So I'm glad they ended up not being. <laughs> it's like the Bermuda Triangle. Right. You worry so much about this child and then realize yeah. that. But yeah, you're noisy. I'm going to keep an eye out anyway. Yeah. You know, just in case. I hate that that, like the fact that it's probably just a mangy or coyote. Yeah. Poor that guy. That my heart. Did you see that article that was out? Oh, God. I guess it was back around Christmas time where there was a, well, maybe it's been since then. I don't know. Time is a construct. Um. Anyway, there was a coyote that someone picked up thinking it was a hurt dog and they mm-hmm. took it in and nobody could tell what it was because its mange was so bad it was a coyote. Yeah. DNA came back on it. But it I think they were cover. sending it to like rehabilitation at like a wild type. Wildlife rehabilitation. I wonder if you made it. And then sending him on. Hopefully. I hope so too. I can't imagine how long recovery from mange like that takes though. Yeah. I mean, we had a foster dog that had ringworm and that took. Yeah, Rudy's ringworm took forever. Took like four months. And his hair was. Oh, God. He he had so many skin problems. Yeah. He didn't look like a chupacabra though. He just looked like a wet rat. Mm, Poor Boot. And now he's just. (laughs) Yeah, he's junk. He's so chunky. Now well, he needs a diet. He's healthy. He is. And he's happy. And that's <laughs> what matters. Well, that was an interesting episode. Congrats. That was a good one. Thanks. It you did fun. not take me for the ride that Birds Aren't Real did, but that's okay. I'll do there that really next wasn't, time. There wasn't a ride like that to be taken on. I can make one. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I questioned everything I knew after that. You didn't trust me for like I didn't. two weeks. I didn't. Let me see what's on... The agenda for next week. What do you have going on for the rest of the week? We have um, Joan Vinnie Ramsey coming up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We do, don't we? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know what my next ones are. Technically, I think that was supposed to be next this week. week. Joan Vinnie was, yeah. but I may trade that because it's a big week at acting class, and I haven't read my book for book club yet, and I need to do those things. So. Oh. Um, I may take on something that's a little less of a heavy hitter, but I don't know yet. We'll but we've see. been adding some good ones. Yes. Been thinking of them. Yeah. So yes. we're excited. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, well, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Cryptic and Colloquial Cacophony of Crimes, Cults, and Conspiracies. I'm Kristen. And I'm Dylan. Y'all have a wonderful week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Quiznos commercial. <laughs> Eat Quiznos.